Welcome to Talkies, interesting discussions with interesting people. I'm your host, Jacob Layton Burns, and seated next to me wait, 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 is this... Wait, wait, wait. Jacob, what are, you, what are you doing? Oh, hey, I'm trying to do the intro for you, dude, because you're on Talkies right now. Wait. So this week's interesting person, Brian Gillilan. Brian Gillilan is the host of the Oki Show Show. This is the Oki Show Show. You're uh, on the Oki Show Show. But... but uh, so this week's interesting person is Brian Gill and Brian, I gotta get through this intro. What? Let me, I'm so confused. Let me... Zach, what are you doing here? So uh, our interesting person today is Brian Gillen. What's uh, happening? Host of the Okie Show Show and just kind of a general, you know, whatever, what have you kind of guy. Uh, whatever. So how'd you get into that? Well, well I, wait, you're wait, on my wait. Show. No. Who are you? Wait, I thought we were. I thought I was about to welcome you guys to the Good Trash Genre Cast on the Good Trash Media Network. Where are we right now? We're on talkies. Interesting discussions with interesting people. This is the Okie Show Show, the podcast that dives into the finer details of navigating Oklahoma's film and music. Ugh, come on! I thought we were on the Good Trash Genre Cast in which we were going to analyze uh, genre films using literary and critical theories. Is that n- not correct this intro has gone way downhill uh well i guess since we're all here we could talk about what's going on the next two weeks <laughs> that's right so um so there's this new show on youtube called talkies and you should tell us about this show that apparently i'm on right now <laughs> talkies is a web series uh focusing on the interesting people in Oklahoma and the interesting things they do and why they do it is hosted by myself, Jacob Layton Burns, and Zachary Burns. That's me. <laughs> you should check it out. You should. And where can we find that? You can find that on uh, Facebook, on the Planet Thunder uh, Facebook page, along with planetthunderfilms.com. Excellent. Well, and uh, and th- well, thanks for having me on the show. I guess Absolutely. anytime. And uh, so, what what do what do we have going on here, old good trash media? Sure thing. So. Um... We're uh, actually helping host a Sad Boys Sad Dance free film festival at the parish in the Plaza District. Come tune in for some really bad movies and some delightful analysis. And that's going to be May 7th from 9.30 to 11.30 at the parish in the Plaza District. Oh, yeah. And then also uh, next weekend, there's going to be Twister Alley Film Festival in Woodward, Oklahoma, if you want to look more up about that find some more info on that look up <laughs> look up twist rally film festival because i don't have the website for it great I'm, I'm saying and then we got one last thing happening on may 8th that has to do with moms does it you're a horrible son <laughs> it's mother's day <laughs> okay guys so this is going to be a really fun episode of the Oki show show Thank you to my uh, my special, special guests. Introduce yourselves again and where you're from. Alexander Bohannon from GoodTrashMedia.com. Oh, yeah. Jacob Layton Burns with Planet Thunder Films, Planet Thunder Productions. What are we called? <laughs> doesn't even know his own production company. I'm Zachary Burns from Planet Thunder Productions. And I'm glad that, that Jacob and Zach, that we could finally get you on. I've been trying to get you on the show for forever. Uh, right. Oh, oh my goodness. Uh, so today we are talking about uh, promoting your band and your promoting your band's show. Thanks to the good folks at Mental Media. This is really fun. It's... Uh, it's a little foul, so if you're easily offended, then go away! Okay, this is episode 20 of the Okie Show Show. Woo! Which I'm you super... You drink yet, though. One more episode, and then we're totally legal to drink. Claps! We've been drinking a lot on this show. <laughs> <laughs> Alright guys, so let's just dive right into it. Episode 20 of... All right, and welcome to the Okie Show Show, the podcast that dives into the finer details of navigating Oklahoma's film and music industries. I'm Brian, and I'm joined again by my lovely co-host, Miss Kelly Lawson. Thank you, Brian. Welcome back. Glad to be here. It's always good to have you here. It's so nice. I'm just trying to slowly make you a permanent co-host. Well, I'm just going to take over. Well, that's also the plan. Okay. So that way I don't have to do anything. Yeah, I'll just do it. You sit in it'll the background. St- yeah, it'll still be the Okie Show Show hosted by Brian Gilliland, but featuring yeah. Kelly Lawson and Brian is on vacation. Right, and yeah. I'm just I'm just gone. I like it. That's the plan. Good. Yeah. So today we are talking um, with uh, three fellas from Mental Media. Um, introduce yourselves, guys. I'm uh, Rankin Barger. I do audio and photography for Mental Media. 
Uh, I'm Cameron Gillespie, and I handle the web and photo editing and video editing and other. Th- I don't know. There's too many other things. <laughs> All video. Man, man of many hats. Uh, I'm Jared Phelps. I do photography, videography. I run the social media websites and also do band booking and uh, management as well. You guys, Mental Media does a very broad amount of things, um, which we're going to talk about that. But today we're, we're really going to be honing in on promoting your band, which is something that you guys do. Kind of give, give us the old pitch of what Mental Media is and what all you do. Uh, well, we started in June of last year. It was actually something that Rankin and I thought about before we, uh, before we even graduated. Well, we all met in college, and I was booking shows for my buddy Dylan Stewart. And he was in a band called Dylan Stewart and the Johnny Strangers. We went to high school together, tried to play music up in the Norman area, and kind of expanded from there. And so we were booking shows for him, and then Cameron and I got together and started his Kickstarter campaign. And we, uh, we set the goal for like 8000 We ended up like almost doubling that money. And thought, hey, shit, maybe we have something here that we can build upon. And so we kind of started from there. And it was kind of a partnership between us three. We've covered every aspect of music from all of us playing music to working behind the scenes from on stage to off stage. And this, like, how we can combine that to work and do something to, to, to get out of our nine to five day jobs. There you and go. it's one of those slow grinds, <clears throat> you know, it's, it's, and I hate to use the term like, Pull yourself up by your bootstraps, DIY thing. You <laughs> yeah. know, I hate Gr- that. Grassroots. Yeah, but yeah. but that's essentially what we're doing. Uh, we kind of started by doing a bunch of stuff, you know, just for free to get our name out there and just to promote the Oklahoma music scene, which is definitely on the rise. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think that it kind of varies from, I think a lot of people look at it as just a dude on a stool with an acoustic guitar. Right. And there's like a whole singer-songwriter folk vibe. And we're kind of, you know, able to show to show that it's much more than that. There's and way more that yeah, goes into it yeah, than just, just playing your tunes. Yeah, oh, the yeah. talent that's here. Way more. So you guys do just like a very, very broad amount of things. Like you, and one of those main things beyond management mm-hmm. is promotion. And promotion has so much going on there. There's so many different things. Can you talk about like what are some of the specific things that y'all focus on as far as promotion goes? Oh, <clears throat> I'd say as far as like promoting, are you like more as promoting a show or just the artist promoting the artist as a whole? Let's start with promoting the show. Okay. The show is, dude, I will say that probably promoting the show is kind of one of the hardest things to do uh, as, uh, as compared to like just promoting yourself because uh, sometimes it's hard to get people out, you know? <laughs> Especially no. on, yeah, yeah, especially on weekdays, it's just, it's hard to get people, you know, out that, that, you know, if it's not just a big name, like a gigantic mm-hmm. act that's coming through that where 10,000 people are wanting to go, you yeah. know, it's definitely hard, but definitely start at just, oh, we start with like a show poster, we start making posts about it, because all our stuff pretty much runs through social media and kind of just, uh, getting the word out like that, trying to get in newspapers, trying to get on just stuff like this, like local podcasts, trying to get, I think, as much local people who are around that area involved in it as possible and excited about it will end up making it a better show. Yeah. And what are some of the obstacles that you run into with, like you said, it, it is hard to get people to come out. Yeah, I'm a hermit. Show. It's terrible. I just want to stay home. But well, yeah, yeah. Especially nowadays, with like with the way that technology is going, it, it's almost like we're so used to like having Netflix instead of going to, to out to the theater. Right, like, but then when you do go see a live show, it's so rewarding and yeah. so much yes. better than just sitting at home. I yeah. mean, it's it's the best thing to see a live show. That's yeah. the hardest. It's like when you have YouTube at your fingertips, mm-hmm. you can literally watch any show. And we do live recordings, so you can watch some of our live recordings. Yeah. But it's nothing, it's nothing that compares to being there up front, right in front of the artist, actually playing. Yeah. You know? And I even saw something that, like, there's a, there's a couple websites, they're starting to do live streams of shows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is a double-edged sword, because it's like, okay, now they really don't have to come out. <laughs> now they can literally just watch the show from their house, from their, the comfort of their computer chair. But uh, but we still got to get those people out to the effing show, and I, that's where yeah. the money's made coming yeah. to the show. I think it's just like a cultural thing now. It's like people aren't. There's not just like that vibe of people that want to go to 
a concert like all the time you yeah. know i feel like back in the day you hear stories about oh when we were young we used to go to all these concerts like i traveled around and followed this band for like three weeks on the road to go mm-hmm. see all their shows you don't really see that anymore and so that's kind of sad and i i don't know the hardest thing is just is just bringing those those people that once you know used to go to shows but now are kind of older they have kids now that watch most things on youtube it's like how do we get the children and their parents both to come out and watch a band and actually make it more of an experience so yeah it's more just promoting the experience of of attending the show and that you can put that emphasis on that and yeah it's really more of the experience because i mean you can watch it live all you want but you never really experience the band or or what their music actually is until you actually feel it live yeah like there's such such a difference when the bass comes out of the subwoofers and it actually hits you and you actually start feeling the music there's that emotional connection especially with the when you have a crowd around you Mm -hmm. that's just you're never going to feel that sitting at home never especially like full bands like large bands like uh like kyle reed and the low swing yeah yeah that's delicious or even our buddies down in art or ada uh uh, john bomboy and the underscores like when you get a full band out with some horns and it's Mm -hmm. it's really it's it's a feeling it's you know you're all there together all listening and we need to start drawing more of a movement around that and it's it's hard but i think oklahoma and really the people around are starting to grow accustomed to actually going out and yeah you know and starting to get better <clears throat> yeah and the loudness is it might get loud you yeah, know right yeah 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 Gotta get oh, loud, man. Man. i feel like an old man now because like for me like it, just because i've played so many shows mm-hmm. like and you when you play a show you if you leave early you're an asshole so <laughs> like that's not like defending something like you're literally a dick if you if you play a show with these other guys like stick around for the guys like don't yeah. be that be band. supportive right yeah. yeah like you want them to support you like you know return the favor but uh yeah the, the loudness now i have special ear plugs yeah so that it just brings the volume down but it doesn't like screw with the EQ. Nice. Yeah. Brian, don't worry. I'm I've actually been talking about putting earplugs in myself. Right. <laughs> I'm starting to lose a little decibel in my right. Yeah. It's yep. terrible for audio editing. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. getting old. Sound guys, sound what, guys. I told him, man, know. I'm like, you gotta start you started got uh preserving the money makers. Yeah, exactly. The money makers. Money makers always. So walk us through um one of your one of your bands or one of your musicians books a show. Where do you go from there? Okay, uh, so we can start. Uh, for one of the bands that we work with very closely is a band out of Oklahoma City called Dylan Stewart and the Eulogist. So we kind of manage them and handle all their booking for them. So we're going to start with booking them a show. So say we book them out of state. So our first thing that we're, that we're going to do is look at media contacts that the venue has. So say we're booked them in Austin. So we're going to look at who they have on local airtime, newspapers, you know, maybe they have somebody on local television stations that can help get the word out. And then so, we're, you know, we're, we're going to send the press kit out to them, any tour information and things like that out. And then we'll hand it over to Cameron, and he'll put together any type of tour flyer, tour poster, show poster that we need done as well. We'll send that to the venue that will get posted on all social media sites, ours and the band's. Uh, we, we also run a couple of band social media sites as well, um, which can get kind of repetitive you know yeah. posting like the same shit over and over and over yeah. again but it's a lot of fun and then so we'll get that going and we hope to get that at least 30 days in advance because you want a month mm-hmm. you, you want at least two runs in a local paper or you know, at least a, a couple of airtime as far as radio goes and then hopefully that can help you know attract people to the show and you mentioned earlier some like the obstacles that happens uh we kind of ran into that here recently where like venues are doing a hard time promoting the shows because venues put... do not promote the shows. No, no, <laughs> no. no. Like some do, most don't. No, yeah. it, you know it's it's kind of all on the artist. Yeah. And you know the thing is when you're working with these artists who are they're up and coming mm-hmm. and they're kind of getting out there, they they may not have an audience in that market. And so you can send them your EPKs, your videos, your tracks, but if the venue doesn't help promote as well, well, you can only do so much. 
Right. And that's a big obstacle that that we've run into here some recently with a couple of places. Yeah. But, you know. Which uh, doesn't even make sense because, like, I've never understood that about some venues. And I hope that some venue owners are listening. Damn it. Because, Please like, you, listen. You, <laughs> you book the band and then you put all the promotion responsibilities on the band. But... But you want people to come out to your. It's you're it's, the one who's you're benefiting. The one it's their business. Benefiting, right? Yeah, it's their business. Like, like you want people to show up so you can make your monies. Yeah, like these bands monies. are bringing in monies. people buying liquor at your bar or you know paying for tickets that you get a cut of. Yeah, like ugh, I've never understood that. Why venues don't get more active so, on that? And that's the difference. Like you work with like I don't. I don't do that side of it, but I see all the emails that come in, and I just, overlooking at them, it's just, there are so many different types of people that book shows for venues. Like, you'll run into super professional people, and mm-hmm. then you'll run into the, like, this is something I think about five minutes a, right. a week. Right, it's just like one of the and employees yeah. that they got this laid on them. They, yeah. It's just kind of Or I've owned this bar for 30-plus years. Right. It's not traditional newspaper print. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Yeah. 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 Is that something you guys kind of like, um, with, with growing experience of sending people out of town for a show, right? You kind of have those go-to venues that you know of that are going to do a better job of promoting. You could do, I mean, do you like keep track of those places and like suggest those to the bands or is it more like, you know, I mean, just kind of keeping in mind that this bit, this venue did a really good job. Let's make sure we we, push that venue. Yeah. We definitely keep that in mind. If somebody treats the band well, Mm -hmm. if somebody treats... I mean, if they do a good job of bringing out a crowd, if we're going out of state, you know, it's hard to saturate a market. Yeah. In, in a month, even even more, it's hard to saturate a market out of out of your home state, you know. Yeah. Um. But like, where was that? The brewery in Colorado. Oh, in Trinidad. Yeah. 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 That they treated us. I actually went up with uh, Dylan Stewart and the eulogist on their run into Colorado, kind of tour manager tour dad aka i yeah. was it was kind of like a mini vacation i'd never been to colorado so i was like let's go uh but the first place we got to man th- wow what stand-up people like it was a very small venue like a mom and pop brewery almost it was really nice looking first full band they've ever had while well, i'm about to burp <laughs> do it please don't edit that out uh <laughs> it's staying in <laughs> Uh, no, but when we got there, they were like, do you guys want to eat? We'll get you pizza. And I like offered to pay for everything. I was like, I'll pay for the pizza. It's like, if you guys can go get it. Cause we don't, we don't know where it's at, where you guys are ordering this pizza from, but we just uh, got into town. Yeah. We <laughs> yeah. literally just rolled into town and, uh, we all look super haggard and it's the first time we've ever been up in that much elevation. Oh and God. Literally like two beers in. I was like, what is going? <laughs> it messes with you, man. I was like, what? It does. Yeah. Uh, John, that note, never drink whiskey on an airplane. No. Oh. Rough night. Got bad rough oh. rough bad flight. News. You won't remember that flight. What do you mean? Uh, I didn't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but uh, they just, wow, just the people there, they were just super nice. And they got, like, got people out. As small of a venue as it was, uh, pulled a decent-sized crowd. They were just super nice, you know? Yeah. And, and I think it's an important note to make that like all this work that you guys are doing, the, the booking, the promoting, and in promoting, contacting all this media, doing social media, like everything, normally one like the band has to do that. Right, yeah. Typically, right. it's only one guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because it's in, always in the one guy. band dynamics, like there's only one guy that's like passionate enough there's, to take on that. Everyone else is like, more, we're just going to play. It's more like there's usually only one person that really has their stuff together like yeah, that yeah. much, you know, to kind of like set down and I don't know, at least attempt to get it done. Yeah. And that's like, I guess, where we're trying to step in. That's not to take across that, the board. That's just that kind of typical. Hands, so they can focus on, like, okay, this is our music, music, and you guys take yeah. care of the. And that's huge. Yeah. Huge. I mean, like, for me, like, that's kind of the reason why we don't really play as many shows anymore. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I just got exhausted with so much, like, uh, doing all the management work. It's just there's so much that you have to do. Yeah. It's not just tedious. rolling in, playing a show, and then leaving. Very tedious. Yeah. Which That's... is why, Kelly, you should try stand-up because it's great. You don't have to do anything. You, don't, you just go. <laughs> you just shout some words at people. Humiliate and you yourself. Yeah. And then you leave. Yeah. You say, crickets, I'm and out. then leave. Drop a mic. Yeah. Chug a beer. It's the best. Done. Self-defamation. Yeah. Get on out. It's Done. the best. Oh, but yeah, so you guys do all that, which is crazy. 
and very, very unique for Oklahoma because I don't know of any other group around here that does. Are there any other groups around here that do that? Uh, there yeah. Might, yeah. Yeah. I think there is. I mean, there's obviously management companies out there. I don't think there's one that does it in quite the kind of angle, I guess, yeah. as we do I about, with the I was about video to say the extent the, with video and audio and press I mean, as much as, and mm-hmm. photos and booking and management, actually. Like, we really, really do everything. Cover all yeah. the bases, yeah. I think we it helps because we didn't go into it with the management focus whatsoever. Uh, we just went into it with the promotion focus. And then whenever Cameron got an established job in Ada, we thought, okay, well, now we can actually you know translate this into videography, mm-hmm. photography, and everything like that. Because we were already booking shows, running social yeah. media accounts. And then we kind of brought in uh, somebody who's established to help us with our videography, our photography. Yeah. And then it kind of branched from there. And then it helped that uh, that we had just been friends with these bands for so long yeah. that it just kind of transitioned into management, you know, booking agents mm-hmm. and things like that as well. But that wasn't the focus at first. Right. It was all strictly just promotion, photography, videography. And then it That's kind of translated awesome. into what we're doing now. Yeah. That's awesome. So we've talked about promoting a show. Now let's pull it back. Let's talk about promoting the artist. So what do you guys, you guys, uh, would you call it signing a new artist? <laughs> uh, I, well, yeah, I guess in a way. Um, and so we only, we manage one band and we're booking agents for another artist out of Norman. But we have worked with, we're probably over 20 artists now who we've worked with as far as Easily. shot and recorded. Yeah, um, easily. Yeah, and so a lot of that kind of goes into what we do with our photography and videography. But when we promote an artist, uh, we took over with my with our friends, I guess, uh, Dylan Stewart. They were the Johnny Strangers when we first started. Hmm. So they were a band. There wasn't an established band, hence the name Johnny Strangers. Right. It was a different person on stage playing lead guitar, drums, bass almost every night. And so we started with them and shot their Kickstarter to raise money for their new album under the rebranded Dylan Stewart and the Eulogist. And so we kind of brought that in. We started running their social media accounts. And to promote that artist, we just definitely pushed the rebranding. You know, um, almost everything that they had did up to that had to stop. Right. Just because you're a whole new band. Yeah. And you don't want to have that confusion of Dylan Stewart as a solo artist the Johnny Strangers and now the eulogist. You're going to mix, have a lot of crossbreeding. You don't want that. Right. So we wanted to cut that separation out and have focus on the new album. Branding was big. Yeah. Yeah. And so we, and so we pushed that. And, you know, it's 2016. Go hard on your social media. Mm-hmm. There's no point to go to traditional advertising anymore. That's just, <sighs> yeah. that's just you, like a thing of the past. You do it for free. It's archaic. Yeah. yeah. I know. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, because traditional advertising is freaking expensive well, it, it count is, up. It is. Yeah. Like, that's, expensive that's my day job i'm a media buyer for casinos so really that's yeah cool. yeah 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 so i handle like you know newspaper buys billboard buys radio buys and that shit is just archaic and you're not reaching yeah. a lot of people and so if we can dump or you're well for you you're reaching the right people you want the elderly crowd that's oh, still yeah. reading yeah, the paper yeah, that, that, yeah, that drive by if you're over 43 you're stop down and like yeah. hey I you see a like, casino's there yeah. oh let's stop by yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, we're on Adventure Road the next great American tour 25 to 54 but <laughs> <laughs> but but like so when you want to hit an artist and you want to increase so we started looking mainly at their Facebook followers that mm-hmm. that was our first goal because they didn't have a lot of online presence. They had no videos. It was a lot of like potato quality, you know, <laughs> vertical iPhone videos, yeah, yeah, what nobody yeah. wants to see. And Terrible. so that's where our one take sessions kind of bred from. Yeah. And that's where we wanted to be able to shoot Oklahoma artists for free. There's no money involved. We can shoot you, we record you, you get three to five songs, and we push your videos out. So a way to get our name out there and a way to get the artist out there. And you don't get actually shot with a gun. We just, it's a video. Oh. Video shooting. Yeah. Oh, oh. No, but, bang, uh, bang. Well, no, I came up with that idea because I wanted something simple for me because I'm already doing what I'm doing after work, during work. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I wanted it simple one and something. Key. Yeah. One, one angle. I was like one angle, minimal, uh, not minimal mics, but you know. Good quality, but I'm not going crazy <laughs> who with you're it. Too. And I literally yeah. we started. We throw box, Brad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No good, good. <laughs> I, I started with a literally a Canon T2i and like some hot lights, like some like 400 watt 
hot lights yeah. from uh, Walmart. The oh, hottest halogens you can think Yeah, exactly. And it's progressed to now I have a GH4. Nice. So that 4K ISO grips. Is it? I have a GH4 Whoa. too. And he just got one with his tax money. Man. So blessed. Now now we have two 4K, which my computer is like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> right. Fuck. Two angles of 4K. Yeah, my computer is like, God Dennis help us. me. Which, I mean... I built it anyways, but now I'm just like, man, it takes a lot. That 4K footage is yes, <laughs> immense. Which uh, we could we could talk for a while about 4K stuff, but um, but which is actually kind of funny. Cameron and I know each other from back in the old light from the dark room days, oh, and the I, I mean, there's a list of them that we've worked on. Jeez, America. I was talking to her about the heart stays. Yeah, I heard oh, about God. some real fun oh. experience in Miami. He had. A- Jeez, that's the one I always forget about. God, I wish I wish I for- could forget about some of those days. <laughs> that was, you know, it's one thing when you're making a movie and you it's your first time director, but it's another thing when you're making your first movie and you're getting your hair done on set while we're mm. trying to roll a take. Yeah, he's talking about the director of this thing. She was just she was odd. I don't want to throw under the bus too much. Quirky but she duck. Was, she was she was quirky. She was quirky, <laughs> and she would disappear a lot. Anyways, <laughs> back to you guys. <laughs> well, and zing, <laughs> yeah, uh, squirrel. And I kind of think that's something that kind of helps us a lot with uh, Cameron being the only one that actually comes from an actual film background. Um, you know, like I went to school yes. to be like a business marketer. I had no idea what I wanted to do. Yeah. And then I just kind of translated into kind of talking with him at the time, and it kind of led to this, and then Rankin having an audio background. It just all kind of seemed to mesh together. You know, I can kind of handle the business side of it. Yeah. I took a photography class as a blow-off class, and then I learned, like, oh, man, this shit's actually a lot of fun. Yeah. You know, and then I didn't want to borrow Rankin's camera, so I bought my own. <laughs> and then it's kind of translated into what we have now. Yeah. Um, but it's just kind of a good mesh of everything, and that's definitely helped say, us. Like, you yeah. guys have a really slick division of labor that is, like, I can imagine with that division of labor, you're able to focus on you know your stuff oh yeah yeah it's probably and, pretty important to have yeah, like it's, it's very you know it's specific yeah you know we we all do our own things jared handles handles more of the business booking management cameron does all of our video you know he's our cinemagraphic For genius. A content producer you know, I, I guess i do know. all the audio uh write-ups and jared does all the booking and emails so it's yeah it's kind of that's one thing that has led us to be good friends still. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, you can Would we keep all have separation? our own little, our separation, yeah, yeah. our delegation of labor. Because most of great. the time it's like around here, it's one guy doing a all lot. everything. Everything. And yeah. again, most of the time it's somebody in the band itself who is also playing and practicing and, you know, mm. rehearsing and all this stuff. Like it's just, I don't, people don't understand the amount of work that it goes into just existing as a band but um yeah it's it's hours and hours beyond just practicing your songs it's hours and hours <laughs> yeah. just trying to get your stuff out there yeah you know, it's, yeah and we just want to pull that off the band as, yeah we you we, guys focus on writing your songs exactly and we'll take care of the rest you don't have to pay us some you know exorbitant amount of money to do that for you because we want to see you succeed as well and because we want to be the people that helped you make it there. Yep. And so just to pull the hassle, kind of the BS off what an artist has to focus on, especially now with social media being such an important key. Like I don't want a, somebody who's focused on writing their songs to have to worry about that. Yeah. Or to have to worry about booking your show. Just let us handle it. Yeah. And we'll take care of it for you. And then and we'll do the best that yeah. we can to help you reach the next level or wherever you want to go as an artist. Yeah. Uh. So when you're doing the social media for a band, like what's your main focus at the beginning? Like just to start off, you know, what's the first thing that a band should do? Like after they've established maybe some followers on Facebook or something like you next film, film them or photos, photos, Okay, some good photos. I want some nice, clean, crisp, clear photos. No iPhone. No iPhone. Please don't give me iPhones. (laughs) Please. No. And if you have a point and shoot, please don't take that out. Get someone with a half-ass DSLR to shoot yeah. you, please. Yeah. yeah. Or Doug Schwartz that yeah. was on earlier. As I say, we talked to Doug Schwartz yeah, about, Doug yeah, Schwartz. just getting a good a good picture of your band to, to promote. 
Yeah, just oh. get a, get a great picture. If people can see you, they know what you look like. They know you're not some monster from the third dimension that's coming <laughs> right. out. You know, Must or just good. one more freaking band. Yeah, yeah or just like, one more. But that's yeah. a great band name. One more, one more freaking, freaking band. band. A classy, classy bride. Hey, you want to go see one more freaking band? Yeah, yeah, I do actually. I heard they're amazing. Their riffs are so great. Oh yeah. Kind of. Well, Set. they're just one more freaking band. They are. We're the best mediocre band you've ever seen. <laughs> Saturday in Paradise. <laughs> so uh, I want to kind of switch gears to. Well, actually, we, we kind of got started on it. Like most bands don't have, you know, what what you guys provide. So what advice could you give to a band as far as promoting their shows? You know, what are some of the things that they should do? What are some of the things that they should not do? Well, we kind of touched on obviously having, you know, some decent photography. But when it comes to like to social media and anything online engagement, you need some videography. You need some videos. And then you also need to have some type of persona online. And that's something that we like to push with, like with the bands that we yeah. run social media sites for. It's not just us. You need to have your voice on there as well. So it's not like it's coming from a third party. To when somebody reads your status, that even if we post it, it sounds like it came from you. And that's just because we've worked long enough together, and you post and we post, and it all kind of runs together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just so it's not, who we're playing at XX facility tonight, please come out at 1030. That shit gets really old really fast. Right. Um, but videos, the engagement that you get online is just, it, 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 it's almost double fold like what a, like what a photo or a post gets. I think it's more than that, man. I think it's way more than that. Why do you think that is? It's engage cause it's engaging. Like an ADD person can just look at even just a picture, just text is the worst. It's just like, Oh, next one, next one. Oh, I, I can hit play on that. Oh, this one talks and you know, shiny moves. object Whoa. kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, like, oh. It's, it's, yes. You look at it now when you know, like you know, Facebook. You automatically you're scrolling your feed. Videos play automatically. Right. Same as like vines get uploaded to Twitter and they and they play automatically. Mm-hmm. And 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 so you need that to catch somebody's attention. Or just like Cameron said, you're just scrolling. One forty character. One forty character. One forty character. But when something can stop and pull your attention away, like a video can. And then, and that's yeah. what we've seen our most engagement as with bands that we've shot is, you know, we yeah, may do okay on a couple of photos, but we can post one video and get, you know, almost triple the engagement. Double, right? It's, it's yeah. like, uh, it's like everybody online now is, is totally visual. Mm-hmm. It's like a, no one wants to read, you know, no <laughs> one so wants sad. to, you, yeah, you, no. you read the little headline and sorry, that's it. And we've even found like the clip, the YouTube clip. No, not yeah. too much. Put up the video, the little uh, just a little snippet of the video. Done. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Is that, 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 that's that'll, what that'll double double your clicks. Just just a little vid- video on Twitter, you know, just a little 14, 16 second video. Those. Yeah. Uh, so you're well, you're calling you call them one shot or one take. One take. One takes. Is, so that's kind of where that came. Just the idea of getting a solid sound quality good video of yeah, a band I mean, that it's... someone can when they're scrolling here like oh yeah instead of it being kind of a noisy like concert yeah, like style iphone yeah iphone yeah, yeah. yeah we, we wanted something studio but not studio in between right. yeah everything we do is it's not studio quality like we're not gonna pull out u87 normans you know yeah. neumanns and and pull two mics out but we're gonna give you you know really good quality mixes yeah. and get you filled recordings that will get your name out and your sound out to the best quality right yeah, you know like we met so many talented artists who were blown away by their music like we have nothing online mm-hmm. we have yeah. nothing but you know a shitty samsung phone video that right. that's a vertical video that half of us are cut out on mm-hmm. and that's all that they have online and so we can do these one take sessions and, you know, and, and again, that's something that we eat the cost of because we want to help the artists get out there. Yeah. And that's just a way to, you know, to help them uh, get out there, you know, rank and does all the audio. We shoot in decent quality. And that's something that they're, that they're not going to get, like, anywhere else for obviously nothing. Right. Yeah, for and, free. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, it it'd probably cost an arm and a leg to get a crew out to come yeah. set you up. Sit you down and play, yeah, play this song, do it a couple times, you know, get it sounding right. I mean, yeah. I'm sure that... Yep. That's got to be a helpful thing to have for a band. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And 
it also helps because uh, it's like we were like we were talking about um, earlier. Like just the Oklahoma kind of film and music scene is a very family community oriented thing, and so we're getting free places to go shoot. You know, we're we're meeting venue owners and people who own warehouses and just empty lots that we can go shoot at, and just how much help that gives to not only us but the artists too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and that's just great as we meet these people. You know, each day. Yeah, big, reciprocity uh, style. Yeah, yeah. yeah. big uh, big like, thanks to Mr. Johnson at the Blue Door for yeah. letting us film Buffalo Rogers oh, there last week. Yeah, that was yeah. great, man. Blue Door's sick. Yeah, Which, sick. Those I got. Well, one's done. Thanks. I literally exported it. Like that's what I was working on this morning. Was yeah, Buffalo's first song called Possum Up a Tree. And let me tell you, the man is larger than life itself. His, like his character. Yeah, like he is an he's infectious. Like. I I have not been around him before, but off that one meeting, like the dude's just a he's a joyous person. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. pretty much just a big personality, a really nice guy. Like you know, in the middle of that one song, they're playing, and he wants the Mando to come up and solo, and he's like, "Play it now, like you live, boy, hard and fast." <laughs> and it's like I love it. Like that's hilarious, right? Yeah. Like and it kind of. I mean, not in a condescending way. It's funny, ha, ha, ha. But it's funny. It's just like everyone gets it, you know? Mm-hmm. He's playing that style of music, and it's it's in with the moment. And I think if it's self-aware, like the new Deadpool movie is. Oh, like, so good. Yeah, I know. We can't, we can't talk about that. Oh, right I haven't now. seen it yet. I've seen I haven't it so seen it far. Oh, so and good. he's spoiling everybody's good time. I know. I am right. spoiling. You are I'm a spoiling machine. I know. I hate spoilers. Ruin the movie before I go into it. For, and I don't care. <laughs> Because it doesn't ruin the experience. That's the difference. Right. To well, me. <laughs> Let, let's let's okay. backtrack a little bit back to the videos. I like Because I feel like videos for your band especially is a really, really big deal. And I feel like it – Like, how do you think it directly uh, affects the show, like their live shows? Like having videos, having this visual medium, how, it's connected to the shows I, in I, a way. I think it's it's almost like a preview of the show. It's like you can hear somebody on CD, you know, but that doesn't tell you what they look like, how they per, kind of perform it live. You know, everything kind of changes live. Yeah, it's an you're experience. gonna go to the yeah exactly. It's an experience, and it kind of gives you, I guess, like a first person view of that experience. Yeah, you know, a personal connection. Like you see that person playing and feel like yeah. Like, I like that dude we playing try to, whatever. Because, like, now we're trying to do interviews with mm-hmm. it, too. So I'm putting a little bit of the interview in before each of the songs. Just, like, little bitty sound bites. You know, it may range from... It's always, usually, right now, first video we put out will always be kind of like a short biography. Very, very short biography. Mm-hmm. Um, followed by a little bit of music influence. And then, like, what the song they're about to perform is about. Right. And uh, I think that... Just hearing somebody talk about their own music, because mm-hmm. uh, it's sometimes hard for people to self-promote. I know it's I know really hard. Yeah, I know I'm, you I'm don't terrible. like it. I hate you self-promoting. Know, I, like, I kind of hate it in a way because it's kind of like well, yeah. it makes you feel like a dick. The only you reason know, like, promoting this show is easy for me is mm-hmm. because I'm actually promoting you guys. And see, that's how I think about us. It's, it's like I don't feel as dickish promoting ourselves because yeah. I know it's helping other people too. Yeah, yeah. I feel like a dick. Cause I'm in like our own T-shirt and like, um, <laughs> I see that. So it's I'm all, like a big dick awesome. with you guys talking about this. That's okay. You're here to promote You're here yourself. To promote yourself. We'll have pre-orders up like in a yeah. week or so. Shameless plug. Um, we were doing yeah, some photography for our new shirts, and so I feel like a big dick wearing this after that conversation. <laughs> but we can progress. It's it's okay. <laughs> it's totally fine. What I'm getting from all this, like we're talking about videos and everything, I, I feel like the, the theme is that building a personality along oh, with yeah. your band. It's like a character. Yeah. For the page, it's like how I view it as social media. I mean, even though I don't run, it's more like a character. You have to make that character for that page. Right. Uh, you know, for a while, my personal one was, you know, an awful character <laughs> before it was now what it is today. Uh, right. And are you talking so, about yourself now? Yeah, I was talking yeah. about myself. <laughs> but anyway, it's, it's true. So it's and that kind of goes along with like rebranding a band. So if mm-hmm. if a new band comes to you and you don't really get like their vibe, like they're they're kind of lost as to who they are as a band because they're they don't know how to promote themselves. Mm-hmm. You can help kind of narrow in on what that band 
is as like a persona. Yeah, and we're looking at it from the point of outside in instead of inside. Yep. Right. On yourself. You right. know, it's hard. Which is something that a lot of bands are forced to do when mm-hmm. they're promoting themselves. Like you have to look from the outside in. It's like it's, it's not... a very it's a hard thing to look at yourself and actually find Honestly. out what your weaknesses yeah, are. Honest. Yeah. You know, and and how you can be better. Right. You know, and n- no one ever likes to admit that they suck at this thing. <laughs> you know, no yeah. one ever does. It comes a little easier, though, when it's not from your bandmates. It's from someone outside of it from saying, hey, you're kind of not great at this. Well, yeah. we, we do it in or the you're nicest not... possible way. Yeah. The nicest possible way. Or what that reminds me of is like sometimes bands will promote themselves as something that they're truly just not. Mm-hmm. Like, for us, we, we promoted ourselves as a folk rock band for a long, long time. And that was the end. We're folk rock. And then I realized that that's not why people are coming out to our shows. People are coming out to our shows because it's me and my wife. And on stage, like, that's what they want to see mm-hmm. is the relationship between the two of us. Not our, you know, rockin', rock tunes. They want to see the relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that, uh, like, the whole genre thing can get really complicated for certain bands and they can get really stuck in a like in a specified genre, especially yeah, yeah. like Oklahoma or Texas. Yeah, you get stuck in that yeah. red dirt singer yeah, songwriter, yeah. you know, type genre. And I think that that can really pigeonhole you into where you can play at. Right. And and so that's what we try to do with the bands that we meet in the area is we want to expand them out and get them out of whatever they think they're stuck in. And right. they may not even think that. But if you've played in Oklahoma for your past ten years get out of here and we're <laughs> yeah. going to yeah. help you do that well we're going to yes. get to the next level if you play so we're going to have a conversation after we're, we're done here and uh, <laughs> ofidelis tour will begin in a couple months <laughs> that it will let's all go to colorado Flyers they've got coming. a great place to go in colorado yes so let's yes just gear perfect up. perfect yeah free beer yeah yep. trinidad it's, it's beautiful place <laughs> it's homebrew or not homebrew but like you know, it's like craft brew beer. It's not yeah. like they're nice. serving Miller Lite Micro out of the wall. It's, right. You know, it was like Bear Lake IPA and like a pumpkin spice, blah, blah, blah. And the guy was like, I'm going to rim the glass and cumin, all spice and cinnamon and all this. And the, the basis of the band goes, no, 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 no. I don't want that girly crap because no, on, on my beer. Yeah. What's and, funny is like I've been drinking shitty beer for so long, mm-hmm. like with the whole like that's what you normally get is like PBR and stuff. Like now drinking fruity beer is like weird. Like I can't. Oh, I you know. aren't I can't a beer be, snob. You yeah, can't be a beer snob. I can't snob. be a beer snob. Oh, like I can't, can't be sophisticated I, at all because I'm just too hooked on my Coors Light. I literally PBR. had a Chardonnay barrel aged oh, Belgian uh, today and I felt a little too pretentious to drink it. <laughs> but it was delicious. Right I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure you tasted every single thing. That he started oh instantly yes. hating things that he liked. He <laughs> wanted to shave his beard within one drink. <laughs> and yeah, it was just super, And he super wanted to become a graphics designer. Oh yeah, without <laughs> a doubt. There's no money in that. And I'm going <laughs> to, I'm wearing a scarf from now on. Right. Yep. Yeah, and I have a scarf, a neckerchief. And it's, yeah. your new last name is Barger. Yeah, Barger. Yeah, I'm, I'm French pronunciation. <laughs> so, if there was one thing that you would like to say to um, a band about promoting themselves, about the importance of promoting themselves, what would that be? I would have to say, just don't take it too lightly. You see a lot of people now who want to venture back to that time of a Towns Van Zant or like a Bob Dylan who my music will speak for itself. I don't have to do this. I don't have to do that. And I don't think that's it anymore. It's, you know, it is the future and there's, there, there's not time for the people who are in the middle who are either that you're keeping up or you're falling behind. You have to be the person who's keeping up. There is no middle ground for that. And it's, it's just not there anymore. And you hear artists complain about, I don't get paid for YouTube plays or Spotify plays or this and yeah. that. But you have to be on that or you're never going to get heard by outside or you know by outside listeners anymore. So you have to take full advantage of all that's out there and on every aspect. Yeah. So from a social media platform to getting out there on a SoundCloud or a Reverb Nation or just shooting any of these like one take videos or or anybody who's going to offer you any type of that help, you have to take it and you have to do it and you have to get out there and promote yourself. Mhm. And the people that slack in that, they're going to fall behind. And that sucks because you may be super talented and your lyrics may be extremely deep and very, you know, you know, just very convincing to some people. 
but that's just not going to get the job done anymore. You're not reaching right. me at home, sitting on my couch with Netflix, ready to go, yeah. but I yeah. could hear an awesome yeah. band, but yeah. I didn't hear yeah. you. Yeah, you're not going to. All a bunch of kids to. with ADHD. Yep. Yeah, yeah. A lot of or, around. Yeah, or on your, on your Monday, Discover Weekly on your Spotify. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah, which probably, you know, we all I live for. I love that shit. Yeah, and you're not... You, <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah, you're yeah. not... <laughs> I do, I do want to ask, um, continuing on in our actual, you know discussion of you guys mm-hmm. so i want to know what your opinion is on when a band is ready for management like say say all these bands are coming to you for the one takes or for some just videography or uh, you know a poster or something but when is a band ready to be managed like completely um i think that it hits when a band is tired of reaching out to book their own shows and mm-hmm. I and that is like such a pain for people, and that's a pain for us in general. You know, you send these emails out, and you get just cold calls or just no responses. And then you know, you, you have bands who get tired of running a Twitter, a Facebook, yeah. and an Instagram account. Just kind of get burnt out. Right, and 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 each person has their own too. That's completely separate from that. And so I think that once they hit that level of maybe say you have like a thousand facebook followers and you're pushing five six hundred on instagram and then you may want to look out to somebody else to run that for you and you don't have to by any means but you may want to look out to that and say i'm just tired of messing with this because at that point in time we can we can look out and read your post history for the past year year and a half and kind of grab your voice and kind of see how you portray yourself to your fans. Gotcha. Okay. And, yeah. And, yeah. And then we kind of build on that, and oh, just cool. and, yeah, and kind of just base our our own scripts for you off that. But again, every artist has full full you know access to their accounts to do what they want to do, right. and things like that as well. Yeah. You can take over my personal account on Instagram. It's me and my kids, and that is all. Um, if you want to just take over that for me, you can come take pictures of my kids at home because I'm yeah. tired of doing it. We'll but do don't it. tell her whenever you're taking. <laughs> just photos. I just want someone to follow me around with yeah, yeah with like a telescopic lens, peeping oh, tom style. I yeah, peeping I want tom. yeah peeping oh. tom peep, peeping tom. I want to I want to like have like candid moments yeah. with my kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why I got Rankin arrested his first time. If you could just work on your creepy laugh, it's actually a joke. It's it's really a joke. That's not real. Just saying. Just back right over that. There are no felons here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry because uh, I can't let the voyeur thing go. (laughs) Not that guy. Just the fact that you had to be like, listen, guys. That's a joke. Just makes Uh, it like, Not again. Not again. Not again. Uh, They're going to see my face with this beard. They're going to be like, it's totally. uh, Are you working, dude? Who's like. Who teaches a hot yoga class that teaches <laughs> that touches his instructors? You know, yeah, I'm, I'm, full, I'm for the massage. Yeah. Like, Let's play some games. Oh. Kelly, what are we not playing? Type games. Uh, the first thing we are going to play is it's called scene replay. So we're gonna do a scene. We're gonna perform a scene. Yes. Just a regular normal scene. Just whatever. And just hanging out. And then we're going to. We have some suggestions that uh, our lovely folks here gave us that we're going to redo the scene as. So if you draw draw a suggestion, it's like, hey, you need to do that scene, but you're Bernie Sanders the entire time. There you go. There you go. So you do the scene as Bernie. Um, We have some emotions, some time periods, some genres, some famous peoples. (laughs) Should be fun. Heck yes. All right. So uh, this first scene is a robot (laughs) and his creator. Uh, visiting. Where where are we? Where are we? We're on a safari. Well, we're getting this from his wonderful uh, improv <laughs> the app. Improv suggestion yeah. app. All right, so we're robot creator on a safari. On a safari. Okay. Um, Perfect. In, yes. In three, two, one. What are those? Sir, those are zebras. Are they? Yes. They're yes. looking at me funny. We are driving by fairly close, sir. I do have my crossbow. Would you like me to shoot? Please shoot that zebra. Shooting in three, two, one. Yes, that was a good shot. That was a good shot. Successful that, shoot. Yes, yes. Now, um, hmm, who else is looking at me weird? The safari is full of animals that are looking at me weird. We are humans in an animal area. It is normal for them to question our existence. Yes, this is... Partially true, but I'm the only human in the uh, safari van. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I did not mean to insinuate I, I was human. I just want you to... 
get that in your thick metal head. Yes, master. Right. Now, that bear over there. What's that bear doing there? We're Sir, in Africa. Why is there a bear that here? That is a hippopotamus. It is a hairless bear. That's a weird-looking hippopotamus. <laughs> it made an aggressive noise. <laughs> I think it is ready to fight. Horror. We're doing this as a horror scene now. <laughs> My God, what is that over there? <laughs> Sir, I'm is that afraid a... it has come alive. The bear has come alive? Is the bearpotamus? The bearpotamus that we murdered two weeks ago. My God, I thought I killed him good. Sir, I think we should split up. The bear has hidden. We should split up and go find it. But I'm black, and this is a horror film. You will die next. I will. Ah! Okay. Racist. Oh, geez, now we're on a bad trip. Oh. (laughs) The animals are everywhere. Sir, you are inside your own home. There's a fish flying in the room. This is why you created me. To contain you during your trips. Holy ballsack. I can feel color. Drink some water, sir, please. Drink some water. That's blood. That's blood. It is from the animals I murdered. Oh my god! Lust. (laughs) So I built you for one reason and one reason alone. That is disgusting. I am not human. How dare you? You know what? I'm having a sudden, sudden feeling, and it is a feeling, and I think it's called feminism. I, God, as a I feminine this... robot, am rising up. This and artificial I refuse, intelligence is too strong. I refuse to get down for any man. I'm going to create my own man, and it might not even be a man. My God, how'd you build him so quickly? We're going off together. Come, Bertrude. Yes, let's do this. Feminism for life. God, now we're Samuel Jackson. (laughs) We're doing a Quentin film. Got it. Where did this motherfucker come from? (laughs) What you talking about? Don't fuck with me. Don't you fuck with me? How the fuck did this guy get here? I say I have one fucking eye, and I'm going to kill you with that fucking eye, whether you can see me or not. I am sick and tired of these motherfucking robots on this motherfucking plane. (laughs) We're out here in the safari. These animals is looking at me like they're gonna kill me, but I tell you, I'm gonna fucking kill them first. <laughs> I need to know: Were you oh, like God. just some random black person, or were you Samuel L. Jackson? I'm not Can quite you sure. Please just pick a movie. I just, you know. <laughs> I think the only requirement when you're doing Sam Jackson is just you have to say motherfucker. I, yeah, yeah, that's, that's basically it. Okay, Unless we're in the Avengers, in which we just, right. you know, straight up. <laughs> yeah. So you know that rule about no f bombs? Oops. Yeah, no, it's, it's y'all broke. It's gone. <laughs> Real broken. Bad. Sorry, sorry, mom. Samuel Jackson. Good. Sorry, mom. It's, it's Sam Jackson. Guys, you literally can't. Hey, so we <laughs> we've got one more game, and that's called subtext. We have not gotten to play this game on the show before. Right. It <clears> should <throat> be pretty fun. Yes. Uh, I feel like this crowd's getting a little rowdy, so uh, <laughs> I want to know what's in your heads, guys. And I think oh, we're gonna we're getting ready to hear what's in your heads. Oh, you um, this game is two people in a scene, and they're saying things, but there there might be a little subtext behind what they're saying, and there are two people outside the scene that get to tell the audience, what these two people are actually thinking, even though they're not saying it. So this is going to be, be oh, between you two, and I will be the subconscious for you, and Cameron is going to be the subconscious for you. Well, okay, you're at a used God. car dealership, and you are <laughs> servant and lord. All right, so here we go. Three, two, one. Master, master, how can I serve you today? Master, master, what the fuck else could you ask for today, Have you checked out the newest Ikea? You insolent fool! Why didn't you know the answer to that question before I even began? Master, master, foreign-made cars do not handle quite as well as those made on land. Hell, it ain't nothing like a Chevy. I don't care whatever is in my price range. Just get me something that's bedazzled. Master, please tell me, what is your price range? Hey... How much money are you going to spend on this, though? <laughs> I've got too much money to spend on this. I'm filthy rich, you fool. 
My master, we have been looking at a four-door with all the luxuries extended for you. Listen, sir, I've, I've found the car. All right, all you need to do is tell me yes or no. Does it have OnStar? Does it have OnStar? Yes, 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 it has OnStar. No, it's got OffStar. I'm lying to you. I don't like it. I don't like people knowing where I'm at. I don't know where I'm at. Sir, in order for these services to protect you, we must know your geographical location. Are you okay with having OnStar? Hey, man, there's mics and everything now. There's no need to worry. Hey, they're listening to everything. Just go ahead and be open with it. I felt geography, but I'm a lord, so I don't care. I'm very, very stupid. Sir, due to your pretentious taste, do you have a motive for color? Um, hey, what fucking color of car do you want, damn it? If you talk to me like that again, I'll have you serve my dogs food from your mouth. You're looking very attractive to me right now. Sir, as much as you want my mouth right now, please do not focus on these sensationable lips upon your hips. Deep down. Focus on the car at hand. Do you want stability, reliability, or handleability? What would you like? Deep down in my heart, you know I really want for you to use my mouth as a dog bowl for your dogs because I'm hard as a rock, like a, like a Ford pickup truck commercial right now. And <laughs> honestly, I just want you to put me in the back of that four-door SUV over there and just, you know, let's get hot, nasty, sweaty, you know? But really, we got to pick a car. Well, with the quiver of your lip, I feel that you are lesser of a man than more of your uh, uh, a dog. More of, uh, less, less of a human, the way you quiver with your lip, but the way you are beckoning to my every need makes me regret. I've changed my mind. Your dog is very attractive. As my sword do unsheath, <laughs> and you shall not pick a car. How do we go forward from here? How thus we progress? Do you want my subtle lips? Upon your cock. <laughs> or, or. Whoa, whoa. I think too the much. subtext was gone. <laughs> yeah, too much. I thought you were going to say cart. They weren't, they weren't even Car. role-playing. Like, if you were in this room right now and you felt that connection, like, if I move my arm in between them, you it's thick. It, like, thick like it's butter. thick and hot. It was like, it was oh, like thick and warm and melty. It's palpable. Did you feel it in your it mouth? Did. I, mean, I walked back in did. and I was just like, mm. well, it I mean, tasted if you wanted like to hear the subtext for that one, it was like, listen. It's like your beer. Oh, God. <laughs> exactly like my beer. <laughs> Why do you think I grew it? <laughs> well, guys, thank you so much for coming on the show. Hey, man, thank you so much for having us, man. This, this has been really, really fun. Sorry it's we got a blast. little vulgar. Yeah. It, is, it is totally fine. You, you are not the first. Um, so plug yourselves on social media. Where can we find your website? Uh, well, our website is uh, www.mentalmedia.org. You can find us on Facebook at just Mental Media. And that's our uh, Instagram handle as well. We're Mental Media Org on Twitter. And you can find us on there. We have a YouTube channel. We're Mental Media. We kind of got that locked down. But that's, uh, that's kind of, uh, that's all of our social media plugs. Awesome. Um, and, you know, for bands that we work with, uh, our, um, we manage Dylan Stewart and the Eulogists. They just dropped their new album, Giving Up the Ghost, on last Thursday the 5th. So please go out there and look that up. We also work with uh, Tanner Miller. He'll be dropping his next album in early spring. So just keep a lookout for that. And, and yeah. Oberon, too. Yeah. Our yeah. metal band we work with, and Ada, they're going to be dropping their new album in April, so that should be coming out, too. Oh. Yeah, you're talking about a, a hard thing to do is to drop a metal band in, in Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Ooh, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. We do love metal, too. So. As do I. Uh, yeah, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that yeah, would yeah. Be the main thing. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, what is it? Is it's it just mental, mental media. The mental media. We, yeah, we got, got that one. Bless. You, just mental you know. media. Yep. Um, oh yeah, and uh, like another shameless plug. We're also selling these dickest t-shirts I'm wearing in public. Um, <laughs> they're pretty legit. I'm not gonna. Really are. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, they're they're super legit. It's, it's like. Thank uh, you. Yeah. Uh, Cameron made that design. Oh, me. 
Yep, that's um, Cameron's design. I did that. Yeah, yeah, and so we're we'll be selling these, and we're wanting to work with local Oklahoma artists and yeah. starting a Skull Series T-shirt. And so, if you're interested in that, please just hit us up at contact at mentalmedia.org. Mm-hmm. We'll send you a press file, and you can build that design on your own. And if you're cool with it, then we'll distribute it all for you. We'll do it a 50-50 split, or we'll buy your design outright. Yep, that's perfect. And that's a perfect way to end the show. Yeah. Kelly, thank you so much for co-hosting again. It's Again, I'm going to I'm gonna make you permanent. Ah, it's gonna, I'm, it's I'm down. Happen. I'm down. Taking over. Heck Love yes. It. Yep. Oh. And, thank uh, you, Kelly Brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, thanks for coming on. This was a lot of fun. And you can uh, find the Oki Show Show online and Facebook, uh, Twitter, Oki Show Show, Instagram, and all that jazz. You can email me at brian at prairiedogpictures.com, and you can actually find the blogs that go along with all these podcasts, prairiedogpictures.com slash blog. And please subscribe and tell your friends to subscribe because we would love to uh, have lots of people listen to these things. And uh, that's it. Thanks, guys. Hey, thank you, man. Thank you, Brian. Thank you very much. I love you. I love you. And we'll see you in two weeks. Okay, bye. Bones and 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 bones and